Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In this pop culture saturated world, what's a nerd to do? Hang out with your good pals on Nerdy Show, that's what. Our flagship podcast is a weekly celebration of the multifaceted D20 that is the modern nerd. When we're not devising horrors that combine VR and spiders or taste testing weird food, we're discussing the latest geek happenings, digging into our deepest nerd niches, or interviewing a celebrity or two. Head to nerdyshow.com or find us on iTunes and experience a multiverse of awesomeness. The following program. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, Flame On listeners? This is Pat, the Talking Bearskin Rug, here with a special episode just for you. This past Tuesday, October 3rd, Brian and I got to be part of New York Comic Con Presents, uh, the official pre-programming, and um, actually, I believe they do programming throughout the entire weekend also. But anyway, it's the... uh, programming for new york comic-con and uh, this was our third year that flame on got to be a part of the shows that were officially part of the week and we were back at rock bar so thank you to jason and tom uh, for having us at the bar again this year we had a great time and we wanted to teleport you via your ears to that special time and place, October 3rd, 2017, as we did Flame On Live at Rock Bar in New York City. So enjoy the show. Uh, we're sorry about the quality for some of the stuff. Uh, we were running into some technical glitches, but it was fun nonetheless, and we wanted you to be a part of it. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to Flame On Live at Rock Bar, New York City. Welcome, everyone. So, yeah. thank you guys for being here. I actually am really excited 
because you guys look like you're fun people. You look possibly geeky or geeky adjunct. And you're drinking. And you're drinking, which Todd's amazing. Please keep him happy all day. Hi, Tom. So, uh, we are a gay and geeky podcast. I'm sure only several of you have heard us. It's okay. It's all right. It's new listeners. This is why we do it. It's why we come up here. This is like one of like the fifth year that we've ever come here now. I, I really am happy we're here. We've been uh, here 17 times. We've been two new listeners. <laughs> no? Uh, but if you do like podcasts, I highly recommend you go to your favorite podcastery, whether that be iTunes, Google Play, uh, Sort of. Okay. Or a bathhouse. I don't know. But the point is, go find us and check us out. It's lots of fun. Pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find Flame On. And for the time being, that logo that's up on the television up there, that is our logo. We'll be unveiling a new one very, very soon. I made that, what, six years ago? Oh, it's gross. Can't stand it anymore. All right. So, so, gay geeky. That's what we're here for. We're gonna do a crazy mix of stuff, and we are gonna be done by ten because we will not get in the way of American Horror Story. The drag queens will come in and they will they will fuck you up and you go over the top of the places. So, uh, game show. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, or heard, ask me another. Or uh, what's another one? No, this is. I listen to a lot of Ask Me Another in the uh, the weeks leading up to doing this show. So I just looked at Brian and said, "Listen, this is what we're doing." And um, I'm kind of glad Ophira isn't here this year because yes. she would totally sit the NPR lawyers on us. And no, she wouldn't. We have her blessing. Her. I think we have a blessing. Okay. <laughs> she was here last year. Ophira Eisenberg. You've never listened to Ask Me Another. She's the host. So fabulous. We love her to death. I think we have a blessing. I'm not saying. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. So, uh, are you guys ready for a show? Let's try this one more time. Because I know there's some alcohol in the room. Just a couple, just a couple glasses. I need y'all to have. We're gonna do this Buffy style once more with feeling. Are y'all ready for a show? Look, you, the people listening at home would never know that there was only three people in the room. All right. All right. So before we get any further, this is Brian. He is your uh, your main host of the show. He hasn't been drinking that much, and he still forgot to do the intros. It doesn't take a lot. It really doesn't. If you listen to our most recent episode, you'll hear him uh, at his drunk finest on our show. Normally, he does it on his uh, the other show that he is a co-host on, Comic Book Bears. Oh. He likes to he likes to get some drink on. But... My drunken rants are infamous. Yes, yes. And, and we're gonna have another Comic Book Bear up here in a minute. And, uh, and my name is Pat. I'm the talking bearskin rug of the show. Um, I probably should get a new title by now, but but yeah, I, I kind of I kind of enjoy it when I when I go to IKEA and I see the little the, like the fake bearskin rug things. It's like that's me. What you don't know is he is the uh, content manager, executive producer, audio editor, mixologist. You make drinks and you mix the audio, so both. True. And all of this is Pat. So. If you've ever listened to any of our shows and we've talked about drinking punch, 
packed out a lot of work. There's been a lot of ice cubes and lots of alcohol to use. Yeah. All the 151. When I heard Ricardo getting rid of 151, I shed a little tear. I wore a black uh, armband for a week just because of that. Anyway. I'm glad there's some giggles, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm not a comedian, but I try. Alcohol makes me try even harder. So I appreciate any giggle I get. All right, so I am going to exit stage right, left, I don't know. I was never in theater. I'm going to just walk off the fucking stage. Uh, I have to turn over to Brian. Brian's going to host the first half of this. Uh, we're going to be bringing up our first special guest. He is a uh, an adorable bear artist. Uh, we haven't even talked to him. Like he came in and said hello, and we just throw this all right up at him. Uh, he does a fabulous uh, <laughs> fabulous comics uh, called Square Bears. Does them on, mostly on Post-it notes, which is fantastic. This obviously is bigger than a Post-it note, but uh, but it's fantastic. He's going to talk with Brian about it, and then uh, we're going to get to some games. So everybody, put your hands together for Brian. Ryan from Swearberry. So I have I have the pleasure, I had the pleasure rather, of meeting you at Provincetown. Bear Week. If he's ever been at Bear Week in Provincetown. Right here, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. This one. Um, did uh was that your first year vending there? Uh, it was my first year vending there. I got, or, uh, on Facebook, I saw a post about, you know, a bear market that I'd seen show up a couple of years. I've been there five years now so far. Just as a participant. Active participant. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was my first time vending there. It was a great experience. Um, a lot of really cool members there. It's a guy who makes bear love. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, so you so you you've been there for a few years, you you saw what was going on, you you patronized the vendors there, yes. and you said, you know what? I could sell some shit. I got some shit to sell. And it's lovely shit. Honestly God. Uh, I mean we held up we have we have prizes by the way that Ryan provided, so I'm very excited about this. But Sexy cartoony. Is that a good sexy cartoon? Okay. That, do you like it? I mean, that works. I mean, like, okay, Tumblr. Do you have a Tumblr, I I do have a Tumblr. What's the Tumblr? Uh, two Tumblr. Okay, well, let's do the NSFW one first. Yeah, it's like, that's the one people really care about. Right. Well, that's square bays. So I don't like square bears. Okay. But, you know, they're my bad. Okay, square bays. It started as, like, me gathering reference material. Of course. As we all start with the Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. Really? Uh, imagination went wild on here. Yes, it is. All over your page. Oh, that's good. Square Bays is your NSFW one. What's your more. Yes, the one where I post like my actual drawings and stuff is Square Bays Tumblr. Okay, so we'll put those up on our Facebook. And our Tumblr now. We have a Tumblr we try to maintain. So when did you start with Square Bears and what was your your original like what were you trying to do? What were you trying to accomplish? Sure. Well basically, uh, I worked at a finance job for a while um, and I got bored quite a bit. Um, and I was like a doodle. So I started doodling and when I came to mind and being a bear, bears came up quite a bit. Um, 
um, so I just started drawing these comics, you know, when I was waiting for something to get done, or when I was, like, on break, um, on post-its that were free and easily available at my job. Um, and I just started posting them on Facebook, and people were like, hey, you should maybe, like, post these more regularly, and you know, write them better and draw them better. And I was like, oh, okay, wow, they said that. <laughs> That's a really honest criticism. It sets nice notes. It's constructive. Seriously. Do better. It helps you construct better bears. Yes, exactly. I do love, so the idea, and I mean, Square Bear, it's posted, I mean, it, it, when you sell those, you actually sell those posters. I do. Uh, I mean, I keep most of them in a binder, because uh, they're my babies. Uh, I will part ways with a couple of them. And you also have geeky ones. It's not just sexy cartoony. You've also got sexy geeky cartoony, yes. right? I remember there's a Doctor Who one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually doing this thing right now that, um, like every artist on social media does, it's called Inktober. Um, yeah, where basically every day in October you post a drawing uh, based on whatever your list is. And I, every year I take bears from, you know, popular media uh, and just draw them as my bears. So, uh, so far... Yeah, I, I gave you a copy of my book from last year. But I've done, you know, Voltron, I drew Kevin Smith, Ooh. I drew Fred from the Flintstones, Homer Simpson, all the classic bears. All the classic bears. The classic. I love that we have classic bears. <laughs> and they include Kevin Smith. Yes. Well, of course. Of course. I mean. um, okay, so what's the one project, your dream project, that you really want to do something like? Well, uh, I would love to become a storyboard artist for a cartoon of some sort. Uh, it's always been my dream to uh, make a cartoon series based on either one of my ideas or just to work on one. Do you know Drew Green? I do know Drew Green. Have you, have you talked to Drew about this? I have talked to him. He uh, he finally yeah. realized that dream. I know. He's uh, giving me some good feedback. I need to build up my portfolio a bit more before I start oh, applying for those kind of jobs. But you know, I'm working on it. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. I mean, if you've got Drew working on you, helping you develop your stuff, and he knows what you need. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so, so in a few years, you will be doing the new Steven Universe for Bears. That's what I'm yes, anticipating. Yes, I know. Steven Bears. I'm anticipating this. I cannot wait. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. We're not sending you home yet. We're not going anywhere. All right. Um, we are going to actually bring up a couple contestants. Ooh. Oh, hold on. We're getting there. All right. Thank you, Brian. Brian's going to stay up here. He's going to join Brian, our host over here, uh, as a hint, help, lifeline, whatever you want to call little, it. Little helper bear. Little helper bear. So we are going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to change the blocking around here for just a second. Gentlemen, time has come. <laughs> time has come to answer trivia questions for your life. I love trivia questions. Fuck it up. No. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is a category game, and I'm going to introduce both of you. I have not forgotten. Uh, it's a category game called This, That, and the Other. It's totally stolen from another show. But uh, the categories are very geeky, and I'm going to be hopeful that we all have good answers. Now, uh, the rules are you do have to make your own buzzer sounds, so while I'm introducing you, think of the best representation for your buzzer sound, and then we'll have you do it after I introduce you. On my most immediate right, 
scorekeeper. You're all. Oh, I'm that's so good. gonna lose. That's got it. I love it. You know, you remember one of the Cromwells? I've never seen that before. Okay, well, good guess. Good guess. Good guess. Um, item two. My nine. Well, that was Bill. Uh, that was Star Wars. Correct. Those were the things that were on the ship. Correct. Even better. I love it. So you guys are even the match. So far, so good. Let's throw a little, uh, let's, we'll throw something else in. We'll see if it's something else. Uh, number three. How'd you fly? Yes? Doctor Who? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> my recollection, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, the Hydroflax was a little uh, diminutive species of aliens that ran around in one of the episodes of Russell T. Davies. Was it the end of the universe? That second episode was Rose when you the end of time? I think it may have been. I believe so. I believe okay. so. It's been a while. It's, yeah. And you have still got that wrong. Well done, Bill. No, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. You're, you're in a who sandwich right now. Okay. Number four, Tokelothan. Oh, uh, that is uh, Doctor Who. They're, Correct. Yeah, the master put all the people. So who were the Tokelothan? Just to be specific. They, they are the people from, they're the humans from Utopia. Correct. That episode. Yes. The far future, the big crunch. Yes. Humanity collapses in these little balls yep. of hate. And it also sounds like a delicious chocolate treat. The Tokelothan? Yeah, it does. Like you get in the hotel bar. Like $17 for it. All right, great. Yeah. You, you got it. All right, number five. Gazorpians. Yes. Rick and Morty. Correct. I mean, it's almost like Rick and Morty have this sort of pattern that they match. Somewhat. Uh, okay. So number six. I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. I apologize. Any purists out there, you can smack me later. Uh, Kowakian. Or Kowakian. B. <laughs> Wait, who, who, who I, I, I did a questionable video. Okay. I'm going to say Rick and Morty. That was my buzzer. Can I? Of course, yes. No. Star Wars? Correct. Oh. Wait, for the hell are they? Who the hell are uh, they? You know, I actually, <laughs> I should have put a little, like, comment in there. Um, but no, I don't know. Okay. They were, okay, so my, in my defense, they were an alien that wasn't from an extended universe or, like, suspect canon reference. It was from a legitimate uh, movie. Or, or one of the other cartoons. Google it. It's, it's yeah. referred to Google. All right, number seven. This is going to be good. Okay. Cat people. That is cat people. Yes? I was going to say putting out a fire with cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just going to start singing that. And then maybe like a glorious fashion. I love that. I'm TV. so glad you went there, but it's not right. Um, I'm going to say Doctor Who because they were, you know, I don't know if they had a race name, but there was cat people in Doctor Who. I don't know. It's New Earth. I mean, New Earth. New Earth. New Earth. They reappeared. New, New Earth. New, New, New Earth is where they were on in Thor's episode. You are right. However, I would have also accepted Rick and Morty, because there were also cat people in Rick and Morty. Putting out fire with gasoline. Thank you so wow. much. All right, number eight. We should plug the other thing. Yeah, there's only a couple more. Okay. Unless my fingers are done. Uh, Ithorian. 
the upbeat. Yeah, uh, that's Star Wars. Correct. Yeah, and I forget which which I, I think it's a, a cantina alien. Yes, Thorin. He's got the neck that kind of does this like. Look, man. I uh, and, what, are you like the hammerhead? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh, because I I watched a lot of Star Wars and then didn't really pursue sex very much for Did for you a say long, we're nerds? long time. I mean, this yeah. is this is yeah. extreme. Uh, so you remember the, uh, the the Star Wars version for the Hammerhead action figure that just began? Nagamaru! Like that was the Hammerhead. Yeah. All right. One more. We got one more. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? This is going to be good. Starblobians. Yes. Rick and Morty. Correct. Yeah. Good guess. Because I know you've never watched Again, there's like a template. All right. So, given all that, yeah. Pat, how did they do? It was a tight game, but Bill is the one step closer to winning our combines for this round. Bill! Alright, Bill, so you are going to be staying with us. Okay. I believe. Oh, yeah, I'm playing Yankee. I'm sorry, sir. Alright. Blocking it. It happens. Alright. So, this is my favorite category because this is where I wrote all the questions about Blade Runner. Okay. Very timely and related to my shirt. Uh-oh. No, no, it's actually totally that. Hold on, By the way, Brian has a lovely singing voice. I hope you all realize that. I really, as a musician, I appreciate it. Bill also has love. Like, Chris, do you have a lovely singing voice? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can vouch for that. So, have uh, you never seen Blade Runner? I've seen about half of it. And then, uh, I fell asleep. This is so funny, because there is this thing I have about the Blade Runner test. If you can make it past, let's say, half of it at night, in the dark, watching Blade Runner, you pass the test. You did not pass. Is that having watched it already? Is that having watched it already, or on your first year? That's a great question. I'm going to go with first year. Then no, I failed. All right, well, we will hopefully have you try now. All right, so the two of you. This could be a little bit of Blade Runner? What's that? These are about Blade Runner? They are. Or, or adjuncts. So, Philip K. Dick, it could be a bunch of things. Alright, number one. Philip K. He had a dick. Number one, which Kurt Russell movie was intended to exist in the same universe as Blade Runner and was written by one of the writers? I think I know this. Bitty, bitty. Yes. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Incorrect. Oh. Let me finish the question. Oh. It was written by one of the writers of the original Ridley Scott film. Yeah. So we're from New York. Incorrect. Oh. The correct answer, Kurt Russell, was Soldier. Oh. Oh, yes. I did not know. It is, uh, he is a, I believe he is a, either a replicant or he is a long side replicant. Yeah. No. Yes, there is. No, there is. There is. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking side. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah. Question number two. What was the name of the conceptual artist who did design work? Biddy, biddy, biddy. I believe Biddy uh, Chris. Sid Mead. Correct. There's a great new book out uh, all about Sid Mead, which is fantastic. And he also did Aliens and Troy. Yes. That was the rest he's of amazing. Yes. And he's still alive. Yep. Number three. Blade Runner was really based on Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep by Bill K. Dick. Name a TV show. It was also based on his work. Biddy, biddy, biddy. Oh my god. Uh, Total Recall 27? Uh, I didn't put that on here, but that is absolutely correct. I would have also accepted Man in the High Castle, Minority Report, 
Twilight or Electric Dreams, which just came out. All right, good. Number four. Are there Twilight Zone episodes? That I don't know. Part? Possibly. Do you know? It wouldn't surprise me. Or Outer Limits. Number four. While Ridley Scott directed the original Blade Runner movie, he is only serving as an executive producer of the new Blade Runner 2049. Name the noted Canadian director that he passed away. I'm going to butcher his last it's name. It's okay, we all do. We all Dennis Villewellvay. I've heard Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, can you just you did sing the, the references here? Because then I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, number five. We're, we're trying to burn through these. Who is the noted Greek synthesis who composed the soundtrack for the original? That's me. Of course you know it. Vangelis. Correct. Good job. My heart. Number six. It is a great soundtrack. What is the name of the test administered by Blade Runners Ooh. to determine oh. if an individual oh. is a replicant? God. There are two words in this test. God, I can't. I know them both. Do you know what? You know what? Yeah. I've seen after. Yep. What's your face? Leaves the kitchen. John. Um, oh, oh. John. So that is the first one. Like that's where I was going to. So John. Yeah. Last name. And then what was uh, that? Yeah. Mine. Mine. Hitler. Hitler. Something dumb. The clue is Hitler. <laughs> yeah. We I, just Godwin this whole damn show. It's, sorry. It's, it's don't punch us. Please I, don't punch us. Uh, I, I really apologize for not knowing. It's okay. This. Yeah. It's okay. It's the Void Comp. Void Comp. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's a deep cut. Right. No worries. Number seven. Oh, shoot. <laughs> this actress who played one of the escape replicants in Blade Runner came back to life or came back to reshoot one of her character's scenes using or used in the definitive final cut edition of the film. Who was that actress? Oh, that was Bill. Was it Daryl Hannah? That is incorrect. Is it Joanna Cassidy? That is correct. Give that to him as a No, no, that's this actor from the original Blade Runner, who recently was quoted as questioning the need for a sequel, also improvised his character's most iconic lines. Now that was quick. I don't know. I think it was BBB first. Rucker Howard. Correct. Uh, that was Roy Batten. And he, he improvised those lines. There's several of them there. Number nine, his creative use of paper plays a kind of commentary role. I'm sorry. That's oh! If you would let me finish the question, this creative use of paper plays a kind of commentary role for a Blade Runner, with many speculating Go that for it, suggests that Rick Deckard is also relevant. Yes. Creative use of paper? Correct. Or dumb? Correct. All right. Good job. Excellent. Sometimes that's yeah. One more. What other significant genre show has the actor who plays the Blade Runner gaff starting? Correct. What is it? I mean, well, I know you know it. Red Dwarf did a whole episode oh, called Black to Earth, Back to uh, Earth, uh -huh. which which had a whole Blade Runner thing. No, no, it was but, terrible. But the, the thing is, I'm asking for is the actor who played Blade Runner Gaff. Gaff. Oh, Gaff. Oh, I'm sorry. And what genre show? Like a oh no, I'm sorry. Gaff with a capital G. What uh, show? What show? Yeah. I don't know. What genre show? You genre show. You literally just said the actor's name. 
No. 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 That is incorrect. Seriously, I know, right? Battlestar Galactica. Oh, James, Edward James Olmos. Oh, Edward James Olmos. Oh, James so, at the end of round two, or game two, folks. All right. Chris, you have tied it up. Oh, one game apiece, which means we are going to go to a quick game three. It's not really a tiebreaker, so this is. I wrote it up. I'm going to do this. All right. So, in order to crown a winner for this first half, what we're going to do is we have a list of the main characters from the television show, Steven Universe. I need you to list for me. There are, what, 14 on there? There are 14 main characters. These are all heroes, no villains. We're going to go back and forth with you naming characters so you don't have to, you don't have to buzz in for this. We are going to go until somebody gives a wrong answer, takes too much time, or repeats an answer. I need you guys to buzz in for the first to guess. Okay. Steven. Yes. Steven. Correct. What well, was his full name? Steven Universe. Okay, good. Yay. Next. Biddy Biddy. Yes. Garmin. Oh, yes. no, no. It's back and forth. Oh, sorry, forward. sorry. So use it, Billy. Yeah. Garmin. All right, good. Did you say Garmin? Garmin. Garmin. I never watched the show. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. All the kids are doing it. All right. So, yes, you got Garnet. Uh, number three, or another one? Yes. Yes. Uh, Steven's dad. So, I don't know his full name. He has a full name, and oh, I think we need to have I know he has a van. Is that where he's living? That's kind of bad. He does have a van. You might know his last name, too. Steven Universe Senior. Bob Universe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Really? So what is it? Okay. Well, hold on. Let's, let's go through. So there's Steven Universe, his father Greg Universe, his mother Rose Quartz. No, no, no. They got it. Basically, Anne's sisters, there's Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. So, their friend, Paradox. There's also a Oh, well, that's a spoiler. But okay. She's pretty Ruby and Sapphire. Are we going to talk about fusions? Because we can also. Uh, well, I'm doing this myself, thank you. Lapis Lazuli. She's doing it on her own. Uh, there's Jasper, there's Sardonyx. She's a complicated person. Jasper might turn around. That's fair. Okay. Bismuth. What, what do we think Bismuth is, ladies? Okay, uh, Spoojalite, do you have Spoojalite as a good character? No. Not a main character. She's voiced by Nikki. So, uh, it keeps us a little tired. Alright. No, y'all don't get the, the point of this tiebreaker game. Alright, so the, the answers that we have, as according to the Steven Universe fan wikio, we have Steven Universe Garnet, Amethyst Pearl, Ruby Sapphire, Peridot, Lapis Lazuli, Lion, Greg Universe, Bismuth, Kami and Maheshwaran, Lars, and Sadie. So, with that, because presented with a wrong answer, Bill is the winner hey! of our first set of games and... Hey!
wins a prize from our special guest, Ryan from Square Bears. Let's give another round of applause for our contestants, Chris and Bill. Thank you to one person five. Appreciate you. I need y'all to drink a little more. Come on. All right. Y'all ready for more show? All right, two people, good times, good times. All right, I'm excited to bring up our next guest from another fantastic podcast. Jay, come on up here. This is Jay from Jay and Miles Explain the X Men. I'm going to sit over here. Let's give you this one. All right. This is our sit down segment. All right, so. This is where we talk about you know, recipes. Yeah, I prefer. To, I, I want to be Oprah. Okay. So we can talk about. Um, I don't know what Oprah talks about. <laughs> Books. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure now. Oprah's just talking about bees. I sort of assume. I, I'm pretty, <laughs> bees giving away cars. I'm not quite sure. At We're some sure point. Bees. <laughs> Nothing but bees. She's selling Are soup you now. Like the cage or the, the bees? Oh, the bees! No, no. There's just there's a gif of, of some or other um, episode where she's giving something away that's switched to everybody gets bees. Yeah. And that's my my primary contact with Oprah is that gif. You get bees. You get bees. You get bees. Everybody get some bees. Yeah. So this is Jay. Jay, you are with the Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men podcast. Why don't you tell our listeners here in the in the bar and those will be listening at home. Oh jeez. Holy Lord. Did I get a Tito the cranberry as well? Because I might die tonight. I mean it's always a good night when that happens. Um, I'm sorry, completely just interrupted that question. Okay. Tell the listeners uh, a little bit about, about your podcast. So we are exactly what it says on the tin. We are a weekly walkthrough of the ins, outs, retcons, clones, and time travel of comics, greatest superhero soap opera. Ooh. And boy, do I have that memorized. Um, so basically, <laughs> we do deep, deep dives into X-Men continuity and publishing history, a lot of social and political context. Um, a lot of weird obsessions with minor characters. <laughs> you don't look that. <laughs> I love the fact that your newest one uh, focuses on Proteus. Yeah. Proteus yeah. uh, <laughs> like, has two mommies. I, I saw that. Officially. I, I mean, he's technically two people by then, so it's not as surprising as it might otherwise be. That's awesome. I love it. Like, you never think that you're going to go to an X-Men podcast and be like, here's an episode talking about Proteus. Like, that's just... It's crazy. They've had so many different, like, wacky things happen to them and so many, like, side characters that are around for a while. And I mean, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying Proteus was, like, a, a flash-in-the-pan type of thing, but that's a name that you haven't heard for a long time. Yeah, he was a super bit character. I mean, he was, he was a major villain for the brief arc where he appeared, but... He's, he's one of those characters who doesn't come back a lot and who in every single universe other than the main 616 is merged with another character. So he's never got his own identity. He's always he's, he's always just sort of mashed up with Legion. So how did you, how did you guys get into, like, what was the, the genesis of saying, hey, we want to do this? Well, Pat, the X-Men were really confused. I got to get the time. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> um, 
No, so we, I was I was holding sort of a very, very late night, Jay explains the X-Men nights on Twitter, where I would go into weird continuity, Summer's family bullshit. And uh, people asked for a podcast, and I, I said, well, I'll do one if I can talk Miles into it, assuming that I couldn't. And uh, then I successfully did, and the podcast happened. And how long have you guys been doing this now? About three and a half years. Star- yeah, three and a half years. Is it, does it have time just flies, doesn't it? It really, really does. <laughs> and I see that you guys you guys will go to different conventions and have like these meetups with uh, with your fans. What kind of like what brought those about? Like how do those kind of go down when you're at a con? You're not doing one at New York Comic Con this weekend, right? We are not. We no. did not have time to put one together. <laughs> but you, you've done them before. I've, I've, as I'm scrolling through, yeah. what what are those like? They're they're amazing. So we realized pretty early on we somehow kind of won the internet. Like we got we got this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Amazing, amazing batch of listeners who are really nice and they're really civil and they like each other a lot and they like being excited about things and they have, like, they have really polite arguments. I don't know how this happened. I don't know what we did to deserve this fan base. Are you are you on a different internet? Are you in? Are you listen? Are you in a? You're, are you in a better timeline on that I, internet? I don't know because the rest of my life mostly not. But somehow, somehow we got this like magical top of the internet batch of folks. And who, who do things at, at conventions, like, usually there's at least one person who comes by and buys, like, six of everything and says, well, I'm sending this to someone in Finland and this to someone in, in, in the UK, and can you sign this? And it's, yeah, they're, they're just, they're super, super, super ridiculously nice people. And we know the folks who organize Everett City Comic Con who were doing that before they became part of Read Pop. And they basically said, if you want to have a meetup, the time we did our, our first ever live show, you know, we've got a room for that, we've got a space for that. And we're like, sure, okay. We don't know how to do this. That sounds fun. And a whole bunch of people came. And after that, we um, we, we made friends at some local comic book shops, local bars and cities where we are, and we try to throw one. Whenever, whenever there's a convention that we're actually tabling at, um, we, we, it's more than a day or so, we try to throw one because our listeners are really cool. And they're also a group of people who are all super into the same fairly specific thing. So it's nice to get them in a room and, and having conversations with each other because they 
tend to get along pretty well. Well, that's awesome because I mean, it's good that they're having those like positive conversations and arguments, and then they can actually go and meet up and and do this in real life because. It's great to have social media, and you're connecting people from places that you wouldn't normally just be able to, like, oh, I'm just going to go down the street, or I've got the money to go travel to this place, you know, it's close by, and to be able to let a group that's in this area, or that's going to the convention, be able to meet up with other people and actually have those those face-to-face interactions, that's awesome. I, um... The X-Men have played a huge part of my life. And that was, and honestly, Tom, who is our bartender, who's also one of the managers here. Hi, Tom. The folks, that, the folks at home can't see him waving at us. Uh, he was. He was waving. Folks at home don't know that. Shh, don't spoil it for them. Exactly. Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. He was waving vigorously. Uh, we were actually in Provincetown during Bear Week, and we were we were chatting with Tom and his uh, his boyfriend, and we were we got into an excellent conversation, and we were just talking, we were talking, and he was like, "Oh my God, you need to listen to this podcast." It's true. We're delightful. <laughs> And that was, and that's what turned me on to it. It was like I was like, I need to find these people because these are my people. Because I will let you in on a little bit of a little bit of my life here for a second. Um, we have two bulldogs. Yeah, I love them to death. The first, my first bulldog is my first dog ever. Are they, are they English or French bulldogs? Old English. Okay. So they've got that look, but they're healthier. They're taller, leaner. Um, I'll show you pictures. They're adorable. But when we got our, when we got our first bulldog, it's my first dog ever. I know this is like such a very riveting, riveting podcast in the right now. It's my life story here. Um, when we got him, it was a matter of naming him. And I was like, I know what name I want for him, but I feel like I'm just going to pigeonhole him into just being a crazy a crazy dog if I give him this name. So we sat there and we were like, what are we going to name him? What are we going to name him? And after three days, right before we went to go to the, the vet for the first time, I'm like, I need to have a name for him. We tried out all these different names and came back to my original name, Habit. Aww. Yes. Aww. Is, he, is he still working on his bulldog dissertation? <laughs> And his middle name is Thanos, and his last Ooh. name is Del Rio. Yeah, so it's 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 a mixture of odd comic references and a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. So that that was the first naming, and then when we decided, okay, it's time for another dog because you know it's like Pringles, you can't just have one. We we got the second dog. Before we even got the second dog, I looked at Brian and said, um, if it's a girl. I already have a name, and he's like, oh god, what? She's Madeline. So, you're already shipping your dogs at this point. In a really unhealthy way. The sad part is they're, they're half-brother and sister, so it's really bad, yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, honestly, I want to dress them up and recreate that Inferno cover <laughs> where Madeline is sitting there in like full Goblin Queen regalia and has uh, the the leash around uh, around Havoc's neck. So I found out recently that the Rainbow Room, which is where they go on the date right before Inferno, exists again. 
So you can theoretically get oh pretty my goodness. details. We could really, we could really do this. Depending on Madeline's relative tolerance for cocktail dresses. <laughs> we haven't tried it yet. She's only eight months old. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. At best, that's executioner song faces. <laughs> right? exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if I had Because I, I need my booze. Somebody's had a couple of drinks. Just let me know. Is it me? No, he tends to get a little loud. No, no. Uh, so, so yeah, so the X-Men really do. They play a, a huge part of my life to the fact where I've named my dogs after... One of my Havoc is my favorite character. That's awesome. Havoc Havoc needs more fans. Havoc tries really hard. I will I will say so my, my favorite episode is, is, is Cyclops because I feel strongly that uptight jerks need role models too. But um Havoc I I actually I, I have recently recently sort of been dipping my toes into cosplay and um, Havoc Havoc is the X Men that I'm gonna be cosplaying at part of New York Comic Con. We have no oh, okay. idea, but um, we made these costumes for FlameCon, but we have we have Club Kid Hipster Havoc and Polaris costumes. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh. So, we have, to... have a trucker hat version of the Silver Age headgear. <laughs> oh, I love it's it. It's deeply classy. Yeah. I know these pictures gonna go up on Twitter when you take them. Um, theoretically there are some already, but oh, oh. I will I will I will track them down and try to find more. All right, we, I, I'm gonna have to keep my eyes open for that because that is. Amazing. Yeah, no, Miles and I actually uh, did Meltdown cosplay at Emerald City last year. Oh my goodness, that's and awesome. I actually did Havoc for that too and made a light-up shirt with all the concentric circles. Oh. And then no one realized I was cosplaying because he was running around with a dude with big claws and I was just wearing a jacket and just sort of looked like an asshole. <laughs> I love it, I love it. So I've now given a little backstory into my life and how the X-Men are, are a deep part of my life. Um, who, what, what issue, what storyline, what X-Man, X-Woman brought you into the world of X? So my first X books that I read in order that were issues were all of the Age of Apocalypse books. Oh, that's such a good storyline to get into. Because um, I'm a monster. And because <laughs> I was just starting to get into superhero comics. And I was, so so Miles, who's, who's my co-host and, and also my ex, um, and I've been friends since junior high school. And he grew up on superheroes, and I grew up on weird underground stuff. And he, he um, was like, okay, what, what can I give you to get you into superhero books? Here, have this weird-ass glam alternate universe where everyone's got real epic hair. <laughs> That'll do it. And, and it did, to his credit. Um, it, it completely worked. So that, and then I think um, after that was God Loves Man Kills. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I got I got kind of thrown thrown into the deep end pretty hard. Um, oh, yeah. first, the first stuff I actually followed as it was coming out was was Grant Morrison's run. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I feel so old. No, I just got into stuff really, really late. <laughs> At, like ninety percent of my pop culture exposure is remedial. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Well, you can find Jay and Miles explaining the X-Men. I'm sorry, I had some Jack, and it's... Yes! Cool. Ron is here, and he's already bloodshots. I believe in you. 
At least somebody does. Uh, you can find Jane Miles explaining the X-Men on the web at explainthexmen.com. You can find them on Twitter at, at explainthexmen.com or at explainthexmen. No dot com. Yeah, it's just with an X, there's no E. Because you're X-Men. Yeah. And Jay was nice enough to bring stickers. They are on the bar. We'll get them here in just a moment. Um, they are free to give out. They have contact info. Well, not contact info, but they have where you can find all of them. So check out Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. We're going to take a short break can here. I, can I briefly promo New York Comic Con? Oh, please. I'm sorry. We are not taking New York Comic Con, but if you're interested in what we do, we are recording a live show as a panel. It's on Thursday. It's at 4.15 p.m. And it's going to feature special guests, Chris Claremont, and Louise Simonson. And that's going to be at the Javits itself? It is. I have no idea which room it's going to be in, okay. but allegedly it's in the program. So. Alright, well if you are interested in seeing the live taping of X, uh, Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men Thursday 4.15 at the Javits Center, check the program, follow them on Twitter, and uh, you'll get more information that way. I'm going to throw out a video here. It's a request from our friend and generous supporter of Flame On, Ron. We're going to play this video here for, and, uh, and get set up. We're going to do our next set of games. Jay, you're going to stick around and be my um, my lifeline for the for our contestants here. May I lie? <laughs> it's up to you. You can do what you want to do, boo. All right, so we're going to play this video. We'll be back here in just a minute. Get some cocktails. Tom is behind the bar. Make some noise for your bartender. Okay, I was like, if there's going to be anybody you're going to clap for, it's going to be your bartender. One more time, give a round of applause for Jay from Jay and Miles Explain the x Man. All right, yeah, a little dance break was just for Ron. Who's drunk and we're hoping will not fall off the stage. All right, be careful. Okay, yes. 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 Are you serious? I, I, I'll do you a little bit more now. Um, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Do the Rob. Alright. Everybody give a big round of applause for Rob, contestant number two. 
Rob, what is going to be your buzzer noise? Snicks. Snicks is going to be Rob's noise. All right. So we are going to play again. I know, walked in, he's like, hey, and we're doing this. Alrighty. So, we are going to play a game called Snap Judgment, Flame On Edition. I know, exciting, right? I'm excited. That's this Okay. Well-oiled machine. Well-oiled machine. Okay. Alright, so what we're going to do is we are going to show you two pictures of our Flame On cast members, and then we are going to ask you a question. The first person to buzz in is going to guess as to whether or not that person is going to give us their answer on who they think the answer belongs to. It might be. It might not be. We'll see. There we go. You would think I've used PowerPoint before. All right. So this first one, we have two of our cast members. On the left is Oral, O-R-A-L, just like the action. And on the right is Jared. Okay. So our first question is, Oral or Jared, which Flamer's favorite comic publisher is Dark Horse Comics? Ron? That is correct. I'm sorry, Ron. (laughs) All right. So moving on to our next slide here. On the left is Flame One host BJ. And on the right, you may notice him from being in this room as well, that is Flame On host Brian. So question number two, BJ or Brian, which Flamer's favorite hero is Spider-Man? Great. Ron? It's going to be BJ. That is correct. I'm so sorry. Rob, you're gonna get you're gonna get prizes no matter what. So you'll get you'll get something for playing no matter what. There's still another game that you might have a shot in. Alrighty. So now up on the screen, you may notice the one on the left from sitting up on the stage talking into a microphone right now. That is me, like 20 pounds and a different hair color ago. And on the right is Brian. So, Pat or Brian, which Flamer's favorite movie is Memento? Cricket. Ron? Shit. Um, it's going to be Pat. Correct. Oh, my God. Can I just have a drink while I'm just waiting here? <laughs> what are you drinking, Ron? I like cutting your chips. It's like white wine, glass. Right. Tom, can we, can we get a bottle? <laughs> bottle? I will buy a glass for you, not a bottle. Can we get a glass of white wine for, for Ron while he... He just enjoys his time up here under the lights. All right, see? Moving on. Rob, this is how I feel when you do trivia. I've done trivia here, yeah. I know, we've been here for it. You should be doing better. But I don't know these people. That's right. That's why she snapped judgment. Have you seen this new show on Game Show Network? They have contestants and they put pictures up like this and then ask a question no. just based off of the picture of the person. Watch too much stuff as it is right now. I've only seen like 
just 12 minutes of it. So this game is just based off of that quick, quick viewer. <laughs> All right. On the left is Flame On host Jeff. He is our straight-ish man. What do we call him? Bi-adjacent? Hetero, hetero-adjacent? Hetero-flexible. Oh, something like that. I don't know. And on the right again is Flame On host Oral. So, Jeff or Oral? Which Flamer's favorite hero is the Silver Surfer? Snakes, Oral? That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing flash and. <laughs> I know, I was going to do one that said uh, Scarlet Witch, but I was like, mm, the only picture I have of Oral use has the shirt, so no. No, I'm sorry, unfortunately. That is Jeff, and for those of you who don't know, his son, his middle name, is Norin. Yes, and it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Henry. All right, moving on to the next one. Yes. Really? What? I've never seen seen him before. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, so on the left is Jared, on the right is BJ. So Jared or BJ, which flamer has his degree in entomology? Uh, Wrong. 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 BJ BJ is correct. (laughs) I can't tell him what he did. All right. I love you. Alright, so on the left is Jared, on the right is me, Pat, your host. Alright, so Jared or Pat, which flavor got hooked on the dating sim Daddy Dater? Snakes. Rob, your guess? That one with the one on the left? Jared, point for Rob! Point for Rob! He is on the board! Yes, alright. Moving on to question number seven, this is Brian and Jeff, brother versus brother. So Brian or Jeff, which Flamer's favorite comic is Preacher? Snicks, I say Brian. Oh, I'm sorry, the answer is Jeff. Is that a quick, you just took me in, if you go to our website, playmonshow.com, and you scroll through the About Us section, Brian's favorite comic is listed as a different one. Jeff is listed as Preacher. Did Rob get that? No. I'm sorry, he was walking to us. I thought he was giving me a clue. That's all right. All right. Welcome to the Black Slot. <laughs> BJ versus Oral. And if you've listened to some of our episodes, that is probably the title of some of them when they're all together. <laughs> BJ or Oral, which flamer refused to see the 2016 Ghost in the Shell movie? Uh, refused. Wrong. Uh, Oral is correct. Yeah. The answer should be. He was angry about everything, though. I know. He was angry about this, too? Yes. He said, so he's an angry black man. Virtually? Yeah, he said he would go see um, Doctor Strange, and that was his one pass for the year because of the whitewashing controversy in both of them. So he supported Doctor Strange, but he, it didn't matter. It was within one year of each other. So he wouldn't do both of them. Yeah. 
Alrighty. So angry. Alright. Pat and Oral. Alright, Pat and Oral. Which flavor began taking prep because he wanted to be hand clap, hand clap. I'm gonna finish this, bitch. Hand clap, hand clap. One less. Wrong. Oral is a whole thing. I wanna be one less. Alrighty. So Scorekeeper Brian. I'm up there. All of us got that. <laughs> All right, she's she drunk right now. So um, I, I think it's safe to say congratulations, Ron. You won the first game. Yay! But there's one more. But we have another game here. So, Ron, if you... I'm trying to do all numbers to make it easier, but at this point, it's just a mercy killing. Damn, wow! Sorry, Ron. I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm glad someone finally does. We'll see what happens. Alright, so this is game two. Ron, if you win this one, you automatically win our prize. Rob, you'll get something too. So I told you you would. If, uh, Rob, if you win this one, then we go to a tiebreaker game three to see who wins. This game is called Inhumans versus X-Men. <laughs> or it should be Inhumans plus X-Men because I'm going to read to you a set of powers. Point order. Have anybody seen the, the movie? Did anybody go to IMAX to see the movie? Yeah. We saw it in IMAX, yes. Do you know I regret it? Um, no. I don't, I don't regret it. No. I don't, here's the thing. I like how Rizal Medusa's hair and
So these and humans and X-Men share eerily similar power sets. I need you to name them name them both. You'll get you'll get a point for each one. If you cannot name them both, then your opponent can try to steal it. Yes. Can you give them an extra point if they can describe their power sets? Oh god no, they're drinking. I can do it. We could try. We could try. All right. These get a little wonky towards the end, so we'll see how this. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Well, Thank you, Jay. Oh, just not too much, because he can see it. I can't read that. Oh, I mean, he's drinking, but I don't know if he's drinking that much. All right, so question number one. These characters both share the ability to do major destruction with just the sound of their voice. Snicks, Rob Blackball, and Banshee. Yes. Yes, correct. Two points for Rob right there. Extra point, Siren. Um, no extra point because I'm going to sign it. But yeah, Siren also does have sonic voice powers. So. Two, it's two for each. Yeah. What's your favorite song? Oh, he's not so we go with this game. All right, moving on. Question number two. These characters can make you feel the earth move under your feet with their seismic powers. Snakes, Gorgon, and Avalanche. I will accept it. I was looking for Quake and Avalanche, but I will take that. I will give you points for that. How about Richter? Will you not put Richter? Uh, I would have taken Richter, too. All right. Well, that's just... Two points for Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you're yelling across the bar throughout so the segment. You're going outside of the family. I got something. Yes. Oh. Excellent. I, I wrote down 10 sets of these. We go far outside the royal family. All right. Let's see. I want, I want to see how Question number three. Need to get somewhere quickly? Then just call these pet-like characters with the power of teleportation. Snick. Rob. Nightcrawler and Lockjaw. One of those is correct. Oh, oh Pickle. Okay, Ron, for the, for the... Okay, Crimson Lockjaw and Gateway? No. Lockjaw is the human pet. Pickles is the human oh, pet. Pet-like creature. I didn't hear pets. That, that's why I made sure to differentiate. Yeah, but he's like a bear. A bear is like a, a little humanoid baby, isn't he? He's a little nightcrawler. Here's Jay for some clarification of why I'm wrong. The Bamps originally appeared in Katie's fairy tale as fictional creatures. They weren't um, exposed to be real in the Nightcrawler limited series, but they only made their way into the 6.6 recently in Astonishing X-Men, where they spawned up and became good from Nightcrawler's shed blood after his death. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Excellent story. Yes, there are there are Azrael Bamps and there are Nightcrawler Bamps. The Azrael Bamps are red. Pickles is a Nightcrawler Bamps. I think the question is like, are they animal or are they humanoid? They are humanoid, but they are functionally, at least in terms of their relationship to the school and the team, pets, but like the kind of pets you give out of this teaching. So slavery. I think they're more like masters. Arguable because as teleporters, they are nominally their voluntary. Okay. Okay. They're 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 poorly developed characters. Oh, yeah. 
I can see the point. <laughs> Although, if you if you love you some classic Excalibur, Nightcrawler also had Banff dolls and gave one to Amanda Septon. Yes. The scene I'm referring to, actually, he's in her apartment. It's an Excalibur issue. He's in her apartment, laid across the couch naked, with just a Banff doll right over his crotch. Because I have that t-shirt, because I actually made it a t-shirt. And I, I saw it and was like, that is an Excalibur panel. And yeah, it's good times. Anywho, we'll... we'll... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jay's like, yes, bitch, yes. All right. I mean, we're covering Excalibur right now, and Alan Davis is it literally can draw anyone and anything is sexy. But um, yes, I call him sexy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that tail. It's pretty handsome. He's got that tail. It's like whoa! I don't know about that. Is there questions to say for Chris Claremont's comic film? No, you know he's sad about it. You know he's deeply considered the dude answer this. But like, no, I'm saying like, he knows. But it's the sheep. Is like, is it sheep? Is it it German? It's uncut. So is it furry? What? I would assume not. No, no, no. no, So because he's furry. No, I mean he's he's furry. It's not like different different textures and lengths of fur on his head, for example. You can go but they're not on his body, right? um, his, his body is covered with fur, but by the same token, most things that are covered with fur don't have furry genitalia. Really? Come on. This is... We're getting back on track here because we need to finish this game before Drag Queens come in here and, and uh, throw a shoe at us before Colt starts. Alright, next one. Question four. Let's get soaking wet. These characters' power sets are based around their connection to the sea. Oh, oh what's the thing? Um, no, wait, Snakes. Rob. Triton and Namor? Correct. Correct. Moving on to question number five. It's getting hot in here. When these characters show up their control of fire with their powers. Snakes, Inferno, and Sunfire. I will give you that. I was going to go with Pyro, but I will give you Sunfire as well. Yes. Six. Blinking will miss them. These characters share super speed as their power set. Snakes, Quicksilver, and Yo-Yo. Correct. And I'm going with Quicksilver as a mutant, not with this retcon to being whatever he is now. Genetically modified by the high evolutionary. No. Uh, North, yeah, North Star works too. Alright, fine, enough of that. Roll the super fast as well. Okay, calm down. While they may not be alive at the same time, these two characters could both see the future with their powers. Future seeing mutant and future seeing human. I don't know. Snicked. Rob. Destiny and. Karnak? No. What's the guy's name? The new guy. Uh, yeah, he's recently just came uh, out with Ulysses. Ulysses. Correct. Moving on to question number eight. If you want to fly like an eagle, then you should find these characters whose bird-like wings are their power set. Snicked. Rob. Angel. Correct. Red Raven. No. Okay, Icarus, but that's not correct. Wait, what? Icarus. No, Icarus is, is, is no. 
There's a there's a there's an inhuman Icarus that has bird-like wings. So you both get a point on that one. Question number nine. Final question of this round. Your eyes might be playing tricks on you when these characters use their power of illusion. Powers of illusion. One of them played a major part in a classic X-Men story being adapted into a feature film. We got that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the issue. That's the issue. Well, somebody can buzz and at least get that point. Snake's mastermind. Okay. He is, and I was, I was very proud of the fact that he was almost naked in the first episode. All right, so we're gonna do a quick tiebreaker. We're gonna do this. We are going to, we're going to. Uh, no, you guys will have to buzz in to get to go first. You're gonna go back and forth until somebody takes too much time, gets a wrong answer, or repeats an answer. Okay. Your category is going to be for this game. The first queens to be eliminated on each season of RuPaul's Drag Race, including All-Stars 1 and 2, there are 13 total. Who would like to buzz in to go first? No, um, 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 Alice and Kiki. Are you kidding me? Drag is going to be spandex. Oh, no, 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 was eliminated first on All-Stars 1. The rest of the answers were Porkchop, the first ever queen eliminated on the show, Shangela in Season 2, Venus Delight in Season 3, Alyssa Summers on 4, Mimi on first was Pandora's partner on All-Stars 1, Penetration in Season 5, Magnolia Crawford and Kelly Mantle in the two Season 6 openers, Tempest Du Jour in Season 7, Nisha Lopez on 8, Coco Montrese in All-Stars 2, and James Mansfield on Season 9. She was the first one eliminated on another on season number nine. So she Yes. No, she did a role. Yes, because there's a meme with that. Well I need to check that, but it doesn't matter because Ron, you were the winner of our second round of games here. Give me a round of applause for Ron. Rob, you are also going to get prizes. Everybody give a big round of applause for our special guest, Jay, from Jay Miles, Explain the Next Man. We have stickers up here that Jay has brought. They're going to be pre-reviewed for you to get. If you guys if you guys step down off the stage, we're going to get you your prizes here in just a minute. But I'm going to bring Brian back up here right quick. We're going to sign off for our show. We might have a prize for you, too, but you do? I miss Flamewall. 
Uh, do you really? Yeah, I do. All right, keep moving. I'll take note of that. Right? Move on. I do too. All right. All right. So thank you guys so much. It's been a fun-filled night here at Rock Bar. Have you guys had a good time? Have a crap, so, did you have a good time tonight? Thank you. I feel a little more validated. My millennial self is empowered. It has been a fantastic night here. We want to thank Jason. We want to thank Tom here at the Rock Bar. Uh, they've done a great job getting us here, making sure that it all works. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to Brian and Jay. Thank you to our contestants, Chris and Bill. Don't forget, Chris will be back here on Friday with the show. He's going to be in Brooklyn. Sci-fi explosion. Sci-fi explosion. Sorry. No more shots right now. No more shots right now. Uh, thank you to Ron. Thank you to, to Rob. Uh, if you've enjoyed what you've seen here and all the craziness that it is, this is why you guys get to hear the finished podcasts where you don't hear all the craziness in the middle of it. But you can check us out anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, we are online. Our website is flameonshow.com. Uh, go to the bottom and you can find all of our, our social media right there at the bottom. Play one show, most of them. Play one podcast on Twitter. Yep. And uh, if you if you enjoy what we do and you want to help us continue making more of it, where can they donate money, Brian? Patreon.com/slash Nerdy Show because we are part of the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. If it's staying geeky, we've got you covered. Sure. <laughs> That's the byline. Alrighty. So I'm actually obligated to say that. So thank you again, Rock Bar. Thank you to all of you. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yes. Alrighty. American Horror Story Cult is coming up. We've got uh, some fabulous queens. We're going to be hosting the viewing party. Drink up. Enjoy yourselves. If you're going to be at New York Comic Con, find us on Thursday. We're going to be roaming around. So uh, just look for the pink mohawk to share. I'm pretty sure you can't miss me walking around the room. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. And just for Ron, flame off. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 